Welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. All right, that's fantastic. Welcome back, everybody, and it's great that you're here. Um, happy Thursday. Hello, Zach. Hi. Here we go. Um, we've been trying to figure out some topics to kick off this year. And so I thought one of the things that seems to be really popular right now um, is the Enneagram. And, and Just it's bouncing right into this, eh? Yeah. Okay. Would Sounds you, good. Well, you don't nope. want to? I'm ready. Yep. <clears throat> How are you feeling? I just wanted to make a little note that if things sound different or worse, it's because we're doing this over Zoom. Oh, yeah. We're doing this over Zoom. Fingers crossed. It sounds good. All right. Enneagram. Let's go. Okay. Enneagram. So there's a, a pretty popular right now. There's a, a number of things out there uh, that people are doing. And, and I think all along we've done um, personality tests. What's the one? Uh, ENFP. Uh, what's that one? I'm not sure. Oh, a lot of people like those personality tests. Um, yeah. Tell you whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. They tell you whether you're, you know, justice oriented or fun loving or whatever those things are. The Enneagram is one that kind of looks at your personality type rather than how you, uh, those, those, uh, traditional tests that you do with a, a group. Right. Uh, the Enneagram is is really interesting because it's um, it's it's both modern and ancient. So um, it was something that was like used in like the three hundreds, four hundreds, five hundreds by the early church, you know, fathers and mothers in their their going about of understanding themselves and how they um, interpreted their faith and how they. Were, were made differently uh, and worked together as a community. But then um, this kind of lost for a number of years. And then in like, I don't know, the 1960s, 1950s, 1960s, they sat down and actually put like numbers to the the types and characteristics and titles to it. And, and we ended up with our nine types that we have now that make up the Enneagram. I'm not an expert on this in any way, shape or form. I okay. think that's probably coming through. It's fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> so then one of the things, um, but what I find it really uh, helpful for, especially as a tool, as a leader, uh, working with a team, and, and it, I think all of us end up in a team somewhere, whether it's at school or at work, um, at camp, especially we end up on different teams, but people are in committees. If you can understand um, where people are coming from and what their personality type is and that they're not just, um, they're not just asking questions or they're not, not behaving in a way just to, to, to bother you, but this is kind of how they're, they're made and how they are motivated through um, the way they see the world and the way they're, they're approaching different situations. It's really, really helpful. Mm. Yep. Um, understanding yourself so there's a huge trend towards 
self-help, right? And it has been for probably 20, 30 years, these self-help books just keep coming out. And um, I think it's one of the things, and maybe that's a topic, a top, this is a topic for another week, but the idolatry of self, like we have really become convinced that we need to know ourselves and our answers are within ourselves. And it's both Eastern, but Western at the same time. And this, this pursuing of, of the self is something that is really a Western idol. And I'm not going there with the Enneagram. I don't think it's 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 a tool not just for self-enlightenment or self-betterment, but it's a tool that we can help us to understand who we are, how we've been made, and what it makes us unique. Mm. Um, yeah. And then how does that work out in community, which we've been designed to be in community for? Uh, yeah. So I think that's that's kind of my approach to the Enneagram. I don't know. What are you thinking when I, I say Enneagram? What's your first initial thought? Uh, personality tests. Okay. <laughs> kind of what I think of. Box. Put me in a box and tell me who I am. Um, you really feel boxed in by it? I, like, yes, but I've never been annoyed by that. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, I think I get, I get annoyed eventually. Um, like if the discussion gets too deep into that, like train of thought, if you know what I mean? Like, like if you get too far down the line of like, Oh, well you're eight. Therefore you, this, 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 you, this, 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 and just like keeps going. And we just keep like, well, you're like, you're only these things. You're never, well, you can't be a dreamer because you're not a this. You can't be a, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, that's not how it works. Um, <clears throat> as we've learned from other probably better um, personality type things we've done, assessments, I would say, not just tests, um, we're pieces of everything. It's just more of like a, how much of something do we have? And so... Like we have all of these things in us. It's just like which one's the most. So it's not that we're not other things or that we're never other things. Um, or that we're only certain things. It's just that's the thing, those are the things or qualities or traits that we um exemplify the most or the most often. Most often is probably the best way of putting it. And I think too, like it's important to realize, like <clears throat> I've learned this that the situation that you're in whether that's like at home with if you live at home by yourself or if you are married or if you have like kids, like those are all different like types of people you might be or like types of people, but like different traits are going to come out in different situations like that. And then like your job versus at home, like those might be different, um, different, like, I don't know, personality boxes that you might have to perform in. Yeah. And that's really important to think about too, because, you are like, well, I'm always this. It's like, well, okay, but what we want to get to is what's underlying it, right? What's your underlying core motivator? Yeah. With spiritual gifts. I talk to people and they're like, I have no idea what my spiritual gift is. Right. Like, well, you've just always been everything in every situation. Um, you've never learned to say no. And so you, you can't figure out who you are or, or you're afraid of like, um, you know, being too harsh on one of these personality tests that you've done the test and you're like, 
on a scale of one to five and you just pick three all the way through like, wow, you know, right. You know, is it really important for you to tell your friends about Jesus? Well, I don't want to say no, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the question is asking you, like, is this something that shapes you, that drives you, that, that changes you like five for sure all the way. Oh, one, like, no, that's not what my motivator is. But we're afraid of like, what will I think of myself if I don't put, if I put a one instead of a five, I, I just put a three. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh, I'm everything. Mm-hmm. You have to be kind of ruthless in some of these tests uh, to be honest with yourself, to actually mm-hmm. get uh, a result. And then um, not be afraid if you get a result that you're like, I'm unhappy with this. I want it to be... I wanted to be a a seven. Everybody wants to be a seven. Why? Why would you want to be a seven? Or or everybody wants to be a three or a two. I don't know. I'm just making saying numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find out I'm a one, or I find out I'm a five, and I'm like, well, I didn't want to be a five. I wanted to be a uh, something else. Instead of looking at it and going, well, yeah, that makes sense, or this this is just a way of understanding myself, or and then how do other people relate to me? Why do they, I think people should relate to me like I'm a seven, but it turns out I'm a five. And uh, maybe that's why I'm always mad when people relate to me like I'm a five and not a seven. I right. want to be a seven, but I'm actually a five or, or vice versa. I have no idea. Uh, it's just an interesting tool to help us know ourselves and see ourselves in community better. It's not about putting each other in a box. I think that's one of the things we really... Uh, not just like it's there's so much helpful in understanding each other but one of the tools we use is luminous spark but we we can see from that that you have every color in you and there's times when certain things are dominant yeah right you're a student so you have to be more red than than your normal yellow because you have to work hard and achieve something you're actually in a state of learning and yeah yeah Yeah. so we we just we see different things that that come up in those personality tests because of the the stage of life we're in right one thing that's cool about lumina is like they have that underlying like what's your family history and what's your past like yeah exactly what's your current and then what's your ideal and then you blend all three of those together so that's kind of cool uh, Enneagram. So uh, maybe we'll go through quickly here the nine types, and yeah. then uh, we can come back in a week and just kind of evaluate what some of those types mean and how they how they look. Sure. Some of the resources we've found that that kind of dig into who those things are. Do you know any of the types off the top of your head? Uh, I know. Well. We were just looking at it, so <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help, does it? Uh, but I actually don't remember any of the names, really. Type overview. What are you? What are you and, and Leah? Do you know that? Off yeah, the top? I'm the challenger, and she's the achiever. Eight so and three. Eight and three. Okay. Which I guess the titles aren't that important because they're there's different versions of the titles. Like I've yeah, seen there's a bunch some of different, different ones. ones. Um. Threes and eights are pretty consistent. Right. Yeah. What are you? I'm an eight. Hmm. 
I'm an eight. Julia's a nine. Uh, eight is the challenger or the protector. Uh, nine is the peacemaker. So they tend to be easygoing. Nines tend to have trouble identifying themselves as nines. <laughs> right. So I guess, um, like, what if someone wants to figure out what they are? What should they do? Someone wants to figure out what they are? Yeah. Uh, let's run through them real quick. Yeah, um, okay. we'll, we'll start with the two. Often they'll start with, uh, so two, three, four is oh, one grouping. Oh. Uh, two is the, the helper or the giver. Okay. Three is the achiever, the success-oriented, pragmatic person. Uh, four is the individualist, sensitive and um, withdrawn, sometimes withdrawn. Four is, uh, yeah, the individualist. Two, threes, and fours, they come from a heart orientation. So that's the first triad. Second triad is five, six, seven. Five is the investigator. Six is the loyalist or the skeptic. The skeptic. skeptic, not septic. Skeptic. Skeptic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, loyalist. And then seven is the enthusiast. And they tend to be more head oriented people. And then the last triad is the eight, nine, and one. The eight is the challenger. The nine is the peacemaker. And the one is the reformer or the perfectionist. And they are gut oriented. So interesting. Mm. Interesting uh, setup. Um, resources, Enneagram, your Enneagram coach.com. I know the, I've heard them on a recent interview with, uh, Carrie Newhall. They, okay. uh, Beth McCord. Uh, I can't think of his name. I want to say Evan and they are, uh, they did a really good interview where they went through kind of the nine types with. Carrie Newhoff, this is their their job. They run this website. They do coaching and, and stuff, uh, seminars and teaching. Yeah, it's really interesting to listen to them. This is their life. They're kind of Enneagram professionals, therapists, and this is what they they teach on. And hearing them talk about their different personality types, and uh, so that was good. There's a test there. You could do. It's pretty pretty good test. Um, you need to put in your email address and then they send you a copy of the test and then they'll send you all their like promos and crap. Uh, <laughs> they got to try and make money somehow, yeah. right? Yeah. Just unsubscribe once you get it. I don't yeah. know. Um, Enneagram Institute, uh, locally, um, Debbie Lijinsky that was at Lincoln road as one of the pastors. Um, she has left Lincoln Road, but she's working still as a spiritual director and does a lot of Enneagram teaching. Uh, really good with that. Really excellent. She's helped us here at camp and Timothy training with, with learning that. And uh, so she's local. You could check that out. Um, there's lots of books out there. There's lots of uh, stuff. Don't... Again, I agree with you. Like, I don't want to be put in a box and I don't want to put anybody in a box. 
So for me, my thought would be rather than trying to find out as much as you can do a test, look at something, but just talk to your friends about it. Like don't get too deep into this. Use it as a tool to understand who you are and how you work in a team. Why do I, you know, where do I go when I'm, what's, what are some of my shadow side traits that come out when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious? What happens when I'm, when I'm really growing and I'm in my best spot? What, what are people going to see about me? Right. We're, we're both eights and uh, maybe we'll get into this a bit more next week. uh, Some of those traits, but uh, yeah, that would be my, my thought for today where it came from, why it's popular and uh, kind of a quick overview of what it's about. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about it lately, so it's making a, making a comeback or it's growing. I don't know what's the word that, but <clears throat> I think people are constantly looking for ways to understand themselves. Um, we also like labels, so we want to label ourselves. Um, yeah, and like, I think it's not a very common thing to be um good at what's the word um self like self-identifying i don't know what the word i'm thinking of here is but um, yeah self-reflection now people are often not that good at self-reflection and so for um someone or something to just tell you those what you are it's helpful so it's it's a tool that kicks you off that self-reflection right yeah Again, I think like some people get really annoyed by this stuff. Like they don't want to be put in a box at all. Like you just telling them what they are just triggers them. Um, I, I don't think it's worth being triggered over, but um, <laughs> like it can be useful. And like if if you take the test and you get a number, like you're you're probably that thing. Uh, like not only that thing, you're not nothing else, but. Um, those are probably the traits that come through first and foremost for you. And that could be useful to know. Like Terry said, when you're communicating with others, whether that's significant other or parent or worker coworkers or whatever, um, it's good to know how you communicate, like to be communicated with and how others around you communicate um, and just interact in general, because it can cause a lot less friction if you understand that. Oh yeah, it helps so much. Like they like parenting, man, man. <clears throat> I can understand Caitlin, who's a seven, and my I'm an eight with a seven wing. Like right. I can get some of her motivation and I figure out some of that and how to communicate to her. But Melissa's a two with a one wing. Like I have no clue. Like <laughs> she's so foreign to me. But understanding that she's a two, like we were having this conversation over Christmas and just how we're so different and we communicate so differently. And sometimes I'm like, Oh my goodness. But understanding that helps so much as Mm -hmm. a parent. How do I, what is it that's really uh, eating at my child? What is, what is a way I can communicate to them? How can I help them understand themselves and why they're feeling and responding in such a different way than I am or Julia? Yeah. It's really super helpful. Yeah. 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 cool cool yeah. that's it for today or what i think so let's call that a wrap all right 
Um, we'll come back to it maybe next week. We'll just dig into it a little bit deeper on the different types and uh, see if there's any questions we want to answer. Yeah. I would uh, encourage you once again to check out the pour over podcast for unbiased media news, unbiased news with a Christian flavor behind it. You liking it? I think it's great. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a look. Heard from a few others that they like it too. So yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, man. Alrighty. Okay. Have a great day. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. See you next week.